0: Welcome to Watershed's May podcast. My name is Mark Cosgrove and I'm the head of programme here at Watershed. In a recent interview, Cannes Film Festival's artistic director Thierry Framot was asked about young directors making micro-budget feature films. His response was, Vive la max Ophels. Not everyone can make a film. Too often people aren't making a film, they're simply doing the mise-en-scene which can be very good. The only problem is that it lacks the words, the emotions, the outlook on the world, an auteur attitude. End of quote. I was struck by the line, they're simply doing mise-en-scene. This refers, I think, to the fact that they are only really focusing on the image in front of the camera, not with all the other elements of, for example, script, plot, character development. In effect, not actually saying anything but simply showing something. You could argue that it is an archetypal French response. They, after all, established the auteur as the pinnacle of the filmmaking creative process. Famously, in the 1950s, in the seminal French film journal Cahiers du Cinéma, under the editorship of André Bazin, they published the landmark article Les politiques des auteurs, which divided the world into two filmmaking types, on one glorious side were the auteurs, John Ford, Alfred Hitchcock, Austin Welles, Jean Lenoir, Howard Hawks, for example. Directors who were in complete control of the medium and whose work carried from film to film deeper, consistent themes. In effect, a cinematic worldview which would be characterised by their surnames becoming adjectives. Wellesian, Fordian, Hitchcockian. And in the other, rather dull corner, were meteors on scents. Directors, or rather stagers, who simply made one film, then another, with no deeper message or stylistic consistency. A safe pair of hands, perhaps, but not saying anything of note. Famously, François Truffaut, a then-firebrand film critic, said, a bad Jean Renoir movie would always be more interesting than the best of any film by Jean Delanois. If you look at the line-up of this year's Cannes Film Festival, you can see the auteur theory still very much in evidence. New films by established figures like François Ozon, Takashi Miike, Alexander Payne, Mahamat Saleh Haroun, Cohn Brothers, Arnaud Desplechin, James Gray. The latter certainly strikes me as a prime example of the festival adopting the truthful position that a bad James Gray film is more interesting than a good film by, say... Taylor Hackford I will be reporting direct from this year's festival while well, tweeting actually discovering the newest titles from both auteurs and Sens to hopefully bring to Watershed and Bristol audiences you can follow me on Twitter at MSC45 or via the Watershed website someone who would most definitely be in de Cinema's auteur camp is Spanish filmmaker Pedro Almodovar who is probably the highest profile, most well-known and recognised foreign language, film director of his generation. The release of a new Almodovar film is an event similar to how a Hitchcock or a Bergman film was received in the 1950s. Almodovar's recent films speak of sumptuous elegance, glamorous quality. However, you always have to remember that Almodovar comes from a punk attitude, albeit of a very Spanish camp glam rock vintage. In Madrid in the 1970s, a time when Spain was living under Franco, a dictator who had maintained a tight conservative control over the country since the Spanish Civil War, the young Almodovar was making Super 8 films and showing them in the underground Madrid club scene. The films had no sound, with Almodovar providing the dialogue live and cassette tapes for music. He became a key figure of what became La Movida Madrileña scene, which flourished when Franco died in 1975. With the old dictator dead, Almodovar's radical renaissance came to the fore. His first feature film, still shot in Super 8, was Folly, Folly, Folemi Tim, from 1978. I'll leave you to work out the translation. With transgression and compassion at their heart, films like What Have I Done to Deserve This, 1984, and Law of Desire, 1987, reached beyond Spain and the name of Pedro Almodovar flashed first across the film festival world, then with Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown in 1988 into international art house success. In the 90s, he became the quality European auteur. Yes, his films still had delirious transgression at their core, but now wrapped up in stylish cinematic elegance. A premiere at the main competition in Cannes was a regular occurrence, with avid cinephiles and critics waiting for Unfilm de Almodovar. Like Hitchcock and Bergman before him, the surname was all that was necessary. His films even crossed over into the mainstream of UK cinemas, with All About My Mother in 1999 playing in multiplexes, a phenomenal achievement for a European director working in their own language, made all the more exceptional when you think that the film featured, amongst others, a transsexual prostitute and a pregnant nun. So I was a little surprised to see that the new filmed Almodovar, I'm so excited, was not being feted with a high-profile screening at this year's Cannes. However, having seen the film, I can see that he has returned to his punk, subversive, playful roots with a delightfully body comedy. Imagine John Waters and Louis Bunuel getting together to make a carry-on film and you'll get a sense of what is in store. Or simply imagine Almodovar having libidinous, intoxicating cinematic fun. I'm So Excited opens at Watershed on May the 3rd and you can join the Peninsula crew party on the 4th of May at Watershed Cafe Bar. For more information, go to the Watershed website, watershed.co.uk and that is all for this month.